Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Game Six Clay podcast. It's your boy Gotham with my boy Matt. Um, no Chuck's there today. And, you know, Chuck, you're probably you're probably missing a good one for us. Um, tough one, Matt. Um, you can tell by the tone of my voice. Um, we're recording this the day after the Warriors blow a 24 point lead to the Sacramento Kings and lose 124, 123. Um, not only ending their in-season tournament um, chances, but really uh, a referendum on on this team, this this core of the season, and really just giving – Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, man. I, I don't know if we've ever had a more um, demoralizing loss in since 2012, like in this run, Game 7 of 2016 maybe. Um after game six of 2019, I don't even think I was this kind of down bad about about the team and the prospects. Um, you were more just kind of proud of those guys. But last night, man, um, yeah, yeah. I, I took it out. Go, go, jump in, man, jump in. I, I, I normally, I know we normally do how we doing, but I, I know. No, I'm, no, we, we know yeah. how I'm doing. We know how you're doing. I got two things, man. Uh, listen, we we all love our depth content, right? We got podcasts, we got the game, all the good stuff, right? So. Everybody sounds the same. Everybody sounds the exact fucking same. And it's defeat. It's like, have you seen this is the end? Yeah. Yeah. Great. So they're kind of locked in the house. For, funny movie, right? They're locked in the house for a long time. They're all kind of recording themselves here and there. And the things are getting worse. Their tones just get noticeably worse because they're locked. It's the apocalypse, right? It kind of hits them. They're stuck in this house. Things suck ass. That's where we are right now. You know what I mean? Like, this is horrible. So... Yeah, I mean, the only, like, similar feelings I can think back to, Game 7, 2016, just, just, it makes me uncomfortable right now to even say that. Yeah, still, um, still not over that one. That's probably lower, because the 73 wins just was, like, it was just, it was going to be the perfect season. We don't need to go into it, but play the ACL 2019, horrible. That was worse than the loss. That that specific moment was horrible. Um, the day of the draft, the Achilles injury, that was just sad, you know, like just sadness, like actual, like this is this is some some really pathetic form of grief. You know what I mean? Uh, no, man, this is horrible. I don't. But as far as like regular season, this might be the every moment. Moment. Every moment you just brought up was was kind of a defining like sad moment. This the scene oh. was was obviously lost lost finals, but Draymond was suspended. Guys were hurt. They were running on fumes. It was it was one of those nineteen, like you said, Clay went down. That was kind of what took precedent. Had you know back to five straight finals runs. Kind of needed team needed a break. You could tell Achilles obviously was sad to stay. And uh, only thing that came out of that was actually this podcast. Funnily enough, so all the crazy, crazy. crazy. That's but, that's that's yeah. true. But um, but no, man, I'm I'm with you. The last night was was the first time with a healthy Steph, Clay, Draymond, Steve Kerr team that it it really kind of felt like this this was the end um and it's wild to say that in 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 November of 2023 when this run started back in 2012 was the first uh playoff run obviously and um but last night man I, I mean let's just get into it bro um obviously just a a gut punch of all gun punches of a loss um in a game where funnily enough the warriors played their best basketball in the first half um they were um, hidden shots, defending, 
Um, guys, they were, they look like I think everybody was out there tweeting and, and and saying that this is this looked like Warriors basketball and a complete 180 in the second half. Um, obviously, just all the fouls, the clunkiness of that third quarter and another game that the Warriors just can't just can't stop shooting themselves in the foot to to to, to eke out a win. And um, even that final sequence, man, you're you're up by three or you're up by four I think it was four um Steph just a routine press break looks like um Jimmy Garoppolo with the pocket collapse and 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 throws a dart to Malik Monk um <laughs> and and you get uh and you get a little sidestep three and then you come back down with the clock on your side um Draymond Green just again doesn't read Clay Thompson making the cut back and throws it out of bounds and Malik Monks throws up a prayer that deservedly went deserved to go in. Um, the War Kings fought, clawed their way back into that game. Um, a team that the Warriors have owned really since this playoff series. This is being down 0-2. Um, they've they've took it to the Kings. Um, they've took it so far this season. And and last night was again that first half. A, a young team that is going to be in contention this year um, to just let let go of that um, mental kind of stranglehold that they had just a and on top of that you lose Gary Payton and Chris Paul so like just the the worst possible loss um and a lot of questions man um just just take it away Matt I want to I want to hear your thoughts no, no, we, we, we'll go back and forth man but it's just like at that point now like I was watching my my friend is a Laker fan last night and you first of all you know me at this point right we like I I if as soon as listen I got I got a pit in my stomach with that turnover at the end of the first half uh Sabonis threw a Full court touchdown pass. To, I think it was Monk again, man. Um, Herder, I think it was buzzer was Herder. Okay, yeah. um, and it was a pit. I, I think I told myself like, no, I'm being irrational. It's not. It's fine. But there was a pit in my stomach, and I was like, I, I said I couldn't help it. It's like it's like a gag reflex. I'm sorry. Like I said, they're gonna lose this fucking game. My buddy's like, shut the fuck up. She's like, shut up. It's 17 point game at halftime. They look great. And I was like, no, I just just they're gonna lose this. Third quarter comes around. I'm like you, they blow it. You talked about it. Um, whatever it was, all the things. Camingo was horrible. Steph and a bunch of dummies out there. Respect to all of them, to be clear. But like, no, nah, there's no good. Um, it's fourth quarter. Just I don't know. I mean, we're gonna get to it. The moody stuff. The I don't. I don't. It's just. It's it's very rare. I feel like to not be confident in a team up five with a minute left, and that's where it got at one point. They were up five with a minute left. And I remember thinking to myself, it doesn't matter. And the, the wildest part is the wildest part is we're we're saying this about a team that has won four championships, has been into six NBA finals, has played together for the better part of the 2010s, um, and now the 2020s. Like this, this is not a young team, and this is not a team. Like last year, where you had guys that were younger and and, and kind of a, a mix of of roster construction and in terms of that this is a veteran team that they made a veteran team they they switched up the bench they they brought in guys that to fit alongside this veteran core and this is the fifth game they've sold um and i i went back and saw the scores of all of them they they this is the fifth loss they they've blown seven double digit leads this uh this year in 18 games um and they've lost five of them and 
again, it, it's it's the continuous just shooting yourself in the foot. And this starts from the top down. Um, uh, Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, all all the guys that look, man, like we could we could talk about the Moses um substitution. And I, I think we're, everybody's on the same page. Moses Moody should have been out there. Um at least longer than he was in the fourth quarter, maybe at least for a couple more minutes. Whatever. Close with the guy. I'm sorry. Anybody else in sports, man? Any other player that happens? You ride the hot hand. You ride the hot hand. And again, this again. I, if you have not read it yet, go read Marcus Thompson's article today. The guy is like, yeah, it was beautiful. It was, it was sports fun. journalism writer in, uh, in in the athletic. He's the best writer in sports, I think. Um, but he paints and he does it so well. I love Thompson because listen, you can tell this guy has a good relationship with all these guys, like Steve Kerr included, to a degree. He's not he's not tearing Kerr apart for what honestly talk show, like just talk shows all over should they have it because it's Steve Kerr and it's the Warriors right, um, he just describes how the war the Kevin Durant came to the Warriors for the fucking reason that they they ride the hot hand if you are playing well if you're shooting the ball well the ball is gonna get to you like if Clay Clay thirty seven points in a quarter they force fed that motherfucker for twelve minutes okay we know what happens when guys are hot for Steve Kerr to go away from that. But we all we all predicted the response, right? It was yeah, Moses, Moses was great. Uh, whatever, yeah, just we know he was great, Steve. We saw the whole thing, man. Like we know what you're gonna say. I I I just couldn't believe it, man. I mean, that wasn't even what we're saying. Yeah, that's not the point of this. We'll get to more Moses Moody stuff. He should have closed. Uh, it you, you were kind of moving towards just the fact that it was the top. It was top down. Yeah, Steve, and that and that is what and that has been. The, that's why this is such a defeating loss and this season has been so underwhelming and and irritating for for fans and um the team i'm sure like i'm I'm sure that these guys in the locker room last night were were kicking themselves because you know the, it starts it starts with you guys man steph curry six turnovers draymond green four turnovers clay thompson granted and and i'm and like clay had a great first half 17 points was taken and making good shots down the stretch was the opposite um he's not taking good shots he had he took like a pull-up three where he had Moses Moody just wide open underneath the basket um he's getting blown by by Fox and Monk and for me it's 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 the awareness like look man you guys have you guys have nothing left to prove to anybody in in the league in the game of basketball and to the world like this this core has nothing left to prove um that 2022 title cemented it and so to see guys like Clay and and Draymond and and Steph to a degree with the turnovers and Steve Kerr um with with his kind of hellbentishness on on like proving that these guys are the reason we're going to win and and at the end of the day it's going to be it, it has to be your main guys the guys that are making the the 40 50 million dollars 25 million dollars whoever it is those are the main guys who are going to have to help you win a championship and you know at this point we we'll, we'll get into it is this team a championship team or not but this is the case of this this is how this team is constructed right now Given all of that, you're still seeing so. so much I, this. Problem, I just don't. I don't even know. I think part of the problem, though, is that Kerr has that mindset. I think he feels like he has to go down with these guys, no matter. But that's what. that's and my point. That's my point. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah so, that's my point. Like that. How that's what makes this so. Just you want to pull your hair out of your head because they have nothing left to prove. Why, like Clay Thompson, we everybody knows you're a fucking lethal last shooter, bro. Like everybody knows the moments that you've had on the biggest of stages in in the National Basketball Association. Why are we, why is this an issue? Like this should not be an issue for a year 12, year 13 guy who has won four championships, who literally won one coming off of two injuries um, and to come back to a team and, 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 and play the way he did in that, in that run where 
look, man, you're you're getting older, and everybody, and that's this goes for the team as and not just Clay. Like you're and the whole team is getting older, so you're gonna have to. You're not the same team as you were in 2018, 2017, 2016 when you were in your mid early mid twenties. Um, you're in your thirties now. You're you are playing against younger teams. The league is adjusted to the Warriors' dominance and the Warriors' dynasty, and the Warriors have the team like they've constructed the roster in a way that they have enough to supplement. And we believe that in terms of the, like the bench depth that we've seen um, the young guys that can come and step in like guys like Moses JK, obviously tough game last night, tough few games, but again, another guy who we, we can see that, um, you know, path, but it, it starts with the core. And, and if you're not going to be able to adapt um, to, to the situation, to, to who's playing well, I think, like you said, my Marcus Thompson, I think he, I think he said it the best. Um, the Warriors, built this dynasty and built this brand of basketball on respecting the game and respecting the basketball gods and to cater to the egos of your main guys. I thought that was an insanely well put, the well, greatly put point of catering the, to the egos of your main guys and not riding with the hot hand, not riding with your best five at any given moment is going to be the, at this point is going to be the downfall of this team. And um, last night was a, is a clear point of look, man, you have to, you have to adapt or you die. And I said, I said it in the, I said in our group chat, we saw the rise, we saw the dynasty. Um, the fall was inevitable. It sucks that this is the way it's happening because it feels like these guys have for a team that, that start, like you, I think you pointed out for a team that started off as um, that built this on selflessness and, and taking and, and putting the team ahead of your own ego and everything with Andre Godal coming off the bench for the way that this season is unfolding in the last year and a half, really with last season included um, the way that this is kind of shaping up. Um, it, it's really saying that the, the egos of the core and the main guys is, is trumping winning basketball. And I, that's something I never thought would ever happen with a, with a Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green team. Um, and that's just, that's what makes this so, so much of a gut punch of a loss. So disheartening and so, eye-opening of the fact that this this may this may be it because uh you know you're not going to change these guys and it's, all, it's also like who who like at this point it's sad because like there's just no there's no reliability in this team right there's nobody that i think i want to be super clear steph is still like one of the best five players in the league like, i think this guy is like he's one of the four or five six players who can be the best player in the title team steph been sloppy as fuck this year 100 percent He's been great scoring. He's been shooting the hell out of the ball. He's been throwing shit passes. And here's my point. This stuff, it's not a, it's not a slander anybody. I don't I don't trust any player's decision-making right now on this team in, down the stretch. Any member of the core. I don't trust Steve Kerr to do the right thing every time. I don't trust – Jesus, Draymond is, like, going in this, like, Benjamin Button cycle where he's, like, yeah, getting, bro. He's getting crazier as he gets older. I don't know what the fuck's happening. You're supposed to calm down in your 30s, man. Um and it's just Clay again. Here's the thing with Clay. I think people, I, I've been probably the hardest on Clay out of the three of us, and I've probably been the most frustrated by his shit. I want to be clear. I think Clay, for the most part, has been like he's he's been, I will say, good, decent to good. It just feels like that, that let's say he's 80 20, right? He's 80% good, 20% bad. That 20% is so heavy. And that 20% happens at the worst times. It is at the worst times. I just rewatched this clip a second ago. I want to make sure I had it right. Warriors are up 10 at the end of the third quarter. Uh, I, they, they had, I think like three seconds left in the shot clock. Steph fires up a three. Um, there's still 13 seconds left in the clock. Moses Moody grabs an O board, fires it to clay. They're up by 10. It's tenuous. They were up 24. 
fires it to Clay. He has Herter is diving on him. Clay fires it up. It's a brick. It's a layup in the other end. Immediately, eight point game going into the th- uh, fourth. And again, people are going to say there's all kind. Of, we're going to get into more of this, but like I, it's just these mistakes these guys make just feel so costly. Draymond's technical, the momentum there so Wait, costly. Sure, that game the Kings game. Steph's you know middle school AAU turnover. And again, you gotta like again. There's there's more basketball to it, right? Someone's gotta come and help him real quick. Someone needs to flash the corners. Like, but no it's not like no exactly, time. man. No no timeouts because Steve. Again, I'm sorry to certain. You gotta realize these motherfuckers hate you, man. And even if that was a foul, you could go both ways. Probably a no call at best, or kind of gets evened out. I think Steph kind of kicked it out. I also think he got tackled. Like, I'm sorry. You gotta realize these motherfuckers don't like you, Steve. The zebras don't like the Warriors. They don't. We know this. It's been established time and time again. Okay. Um, but my point is they were in that spot because their four best players, their four most timeless players, I should say. I don't know who the best player is anymore besides Steph. I don't know. These guys are on some weird fucked up merry-go-round where they just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. But these guys that we're supposed to count on, no, there's no one reliable anymore. You don't, the decision-making is not reliable. And that's like you said, man, this is the most helpless I think it's felt because all of a sudden you're looking at these guys and going, who do we look to in these scenarios to write this ship? When we we know Steph loves Dre and Clay, like you said it a lot, like you don't he doesn't and reasonably man like this guy's gonna be loyal to two guys who have been with him every step of the way, and that's fantastic. That's so sick in sports. That's why we love sports in a lot of ways, right? Same with Steve. But we're seeing this now where these guys are just declining at the wrong moments. I don't think they're bad. I think Clay is still really good at basketball. I don't. I'm not a Clay needs to be coming off the bench guy. Damn. I mean, Clay might need to be benched in the fourth quarter for a different guys' guy if it comes down to it. 100%. Um, and and I, just, sorry to cut you like no, go, go, go. your your point of of like uh, I think you summed it up great because the the reason that it's so frustrating is that they're not a it's not that they're a bad team. You're not a, a bad team doesn't get a 24 point lead against the kid a, a good health or uh, no Keegan Murray but a good young good like, contending Kings team. A, a good basketball team doesn't have seven different like uh, double digit leads against teams that they should be against T Wolves, the Thunder, um, a few other games that I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah. um, and like you said, the the fact that the the issue is that they aren't being able to close games. And Draymond, with the last seven games, he's missed five, got tossed out of that last one, and and lost them, or, or was a key component of losing the game last night with that tech. That's seven games of of your ten losses that can be attributed to Dr- Draymond himself, um, and so you're really you know a few stretches here and there from being thirteen and five, twelve and six, or whatever it is like that something, and you're sitting here at eight and ten. Um, so- you're also again. I just want to say though, I don't know how. I think this team is good. I want to be clear. Like we know, we know at the best we've seen of Clay this year, the best we've seen of Wiggins this year, the best we've seen of Dre, of Steph, of CB, right there at the top is anyway, as, as good we as We know it's the best. It's a thing now for me where, like, my dad used to always say this to me growing up. We're talking about players, right? The first guy I ever saw, like, fall off a fucking cliff as far as performance goes that I can remember just viscerally was probably probably, probably Kobe. And it was after that injury, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was just so cognizant of the fact that, like, granted, the Achilles happened, right? He just couldn't go anymore. Like, he yeah. was he was getting shots up because he's Kobe, right? But he was not going at the same rate anymore. It was different. My dad used to always tell me, can you go off for 30 one night out of like five and be really efficient and be awesome? And my pops would always just say like, hey, when you get old, sometimes 
there are some nights for sure, right? There are some days you feel great, but it's not every night. It becomes fewer and farther between, right? We're seeing that now. We're seeing that within games, right? We're seeing that within games. So my thing is, I don't know how good this team. I, I think they're they're top end if they're playing to their potential. That's they're great. I agree. But they also, when we're saying like, and I, I agree with you, right? They could be thirteen and six, you know, whatever it is, or, or you know, ten and six, whatever, you know. Yeah, but they also won two game winners, right? Two. They also hit two game winners in games they could have lost. They also barely beat the Pistons. Um, and so it's just tough. This thing could be either way. They could be five and thirteen right now, that's you know. And that's, it's it's hard to tell what they are. And again, if the game plan is bank on thirty eight year old Chris Paul being at his best, bank on you know. Um, Cyborg Clay Thompson being at his best, bank on Draymond, who has like Jesus, the devil on his shoulder is so fucking loud, being his best. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's just, it's tough at this point. And I'm like, I, Steve Kerr looks like he's walked through a fucking blizzard every moment of his life, man. He does not, like, he's walking blind, his skin is peeling. I don't know what the hap- what's happening to our guy, man. But I'm, that's just where I'm at. I just can't help but say, like, it's a, I don't know if it's a disagreement. I just don't know how good this team is because yeah, I don't no, know. I mean, that's, that's a fair, best. that's a fair point. And, and I, I, you know, anybody listening and, and obviously we know each other, like I'm, I'm definitely more of the optimist. So like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to look at it from, from that lens. And like you said, we haven't really seen what this team can be like obviously we thought that was you know we saw what they were in the first half last night and 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 i was thinking that these guys were fully back um championship whatever and then you see the second half and all of a sudden these same issues that have been persisting you know all season um you haven't had draymond for for seven games or whatever it is so like this stretch um is is going to be you know very revealing of who, who and what this team ceiling is who they are um but last night, um, I, I think I said it on the last our last episode. It was like this this next stretch has had to be you know stacking wins, and you really had to start and just for that game to go the way it did, man. And and we'll 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 go deeper into it, but I really just want to start with just like a the injuries. Um, I think uh, we're we're looking over some two key injuries. Chris Paul, obviously, is that are those guys six and seven down? Is that what that is? Yeah, they're yeah. I I would say it is. I, yeah, hundred percent. I think GP. I just feel so bad for GP, man. Like just with the the luck that he's had in terms of the playoffs with the with the getting tackled by the elbow and missing all that time. Um, fuck you, Dylan Brooks. Um, for for the last season with the whole core injury and and just getting traded, getting coming back, whatever. And then this year already with the ankle and now and now the torn calf, man. And and what he brings to this team is is so invaluable in terms of just his his point of attack, defense, his energy. Um, you can play with any lineup. We were literally just talking about it like three days ago about how how well that you can play GP in, in any of these combinations. So to miss him is is so massive for I don't I don't know how long a torn cat. I know you said you did and and it's a it's a bitch of an injury. So it's gonna be anywhere from one to two months as what I'm seeing. So I saw just for a timeline for GP, what I saw, and to be clear, I don't know about my, my calf. I know the only injury I've ever had playing basketball, it's not like a sprained ankle. I was I felt great. I actually, you know, the, the pop. Oh, I felt a pop. I felt I felt a pop. Like something popped in my leg. I was like, oh shit, what the hell was that? Couldn't step on it. Couldn't get off it. I couldn't. I literally couldn't like, couldn't jump for. I couldn't jump. Like any any diet day, I felt good. It was like, oh, I'm going up the stairs. I'm gonna haul ass up these stairs. Nope, I'm not. That hurt like shit. Okay, but to be clear, I'm not Gary Payton. Yeah, number one, it took me months. <laughs> hey man, come on, man. Don't number say two. Shit. 
Oh, dude, I wish, man. I, I, that'd be sweet. Uh, number two, medical staff, Warriors, great. Number three, I think uh, I always forget this guy's name. I'm so sorry, man. He's always on uh, radio shows, man. He's the doctor. He's great. Oh, yeah, Doc Pandya, Doc Pandya. Yeah, he's awesome, man. He said four to six weeks. That's what I Yeah, that's what I saw. As so, well. Anyway, I cut you off, man. But, yeah, it's, it's a bummer. And he was playing. He's been great. He has been great per usual. The guy is just like he's he's a Swiss just, Army knife, dude. Like, automatic, man. And and you lose your best wing defender, straight up, point blank. Best yeah. guard defender. Um CP has again, I I mean, probably just second best player this year. Just because I'm not I don't know who else would fill out role, to be honest. He brings it every night, he plays his ass off. Um, they win his minutes, and he's on the floor most of the time. And that's that's he makes good decisions, which again literally can't be said for a single motherfucker on this team besides him. So yeah, uh, um, CP I think they said was more day to day. Um, I think they said it was a leg, lower leg contusion or something like that. Nerve, so, it was nerve, nerve contusion, something like yeah, that. In the leg, some, some that you know an old NBA player would have. Um, and CP obviously being thirty eight. So, um, but again, that's that's the concern with this team. They are older, so injuries are going to happen, and which is what, again, to harp on this loss, which is what makes games like last night just not affordable for an older team like that. When you have a league that is full of young athletes that are just jumping out of the gym, able to shoot one through five, um, can play so many different lineups combinations to sell games like that when you're an older team and you have injuries that can pile up at any given moment, um, guys coming back from injuries. Steph literally came back from a knee injury. Like We missed two games already this season, so – I think Charles Barkley said it on on inside the NBA, man. Like the older you get, it, like the only thing that 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 changes is you just keep getting older. Um, and I think that's that's just the case with the Warriors now. Like and rightfully so. I mean, they've they've been along. They've they you know the experience and and the winning pedigree that they come with. Um, that we haven't seen um so far this year, quite frankly. But um, with that comes age, and and these injuries are are going to be a part of this team, and that is what we've said even in the off season of of, of kind of curtailing um this regular season is, is and it's why it's about just surviving and advancing to the playoffs, which has been you know the goal from you know arguably even since like twenty two. So like uh, I guess they were the third seed then. So um, but whatever the case, um, CP and GP, your your sixth and seventh men off the bench, um two best bench players arguably your two like, like you said Matt just your, your two most important pieces off the bench um are now gone one for a lengthy time one not as much which leads to you know guys on the bench that will have the opportunity to step up and and this bench is something that we've seen guys like Moses Moody um Pajemski um you know I'm I'm sure Trace Jackson Davis is going to get some run um at some point just with the depleted lineup but talk to me about that Moses thing, man. Cause th that kid was playing absolutely out of his mind last night. Um, to yeah, so I think he was, I think he was, he was, he was, the shots that didn't count. He made two. I think he, he was three. There's three shots. He made three shots that he, yeah. And they didn't count. Got hosed on that one call that, that really, I mean, I, once that happened, that was my like, Oh, this game might be not, not this game's not done yet. Um, when that four point swing happened, um, just a bad like the, the you know, it was one of those things where you knew too the second that the Warriors got the ball back, first of all, you knew they weren't scoring on the ATO. You knew it. They were not gonna get a bucket. And you know for a fact the Kings were going down scoring the other end. Kings were getting a stop at a score right after that. Suck the life. Well, I mean, the life was sucked, man. I do need to just we we hit on the Moses stuff and we got I don't think it's a small thing. So I, I don't think we can spend uh 
a little enough time on it, to be honest. I think it's a big deal because it's just so emblematic of the issues with this team right now. We talked about earlier how these guys, we don't know if they can summon it in 48 minutes, right? Guess what? You have a wing in Moses Moody who can probably scale up from the two to the four, who can take a lot of minutes from a lot of guys, who plays winning basketball every time he's on the floor, who Steve Kerr describes being the loony of, of you know, young wings. And I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I don't buy it from Steve Kerr anymore. I think it's actually insulting to Moses Moody. I, I have my doubts this kid is not getting frustrated and fed up because you can only do whatever's asked of you for so long. It's two and a half years now. It's not, it's not no time, right? This is year three for the guy. He's good. Steve Kerr, how do you trust this guy in the playoffs and not trust him in regular season games? How do you have uh, whoever getting men? To be clear, I don't, I want to be very clear. I'm not, I don't think Clay should have been benched yesterday in that Kings game. I don't know why. I don't know. I love Loon. I love Loon. I'll always say I love Loon. He wasn't doing a whole lot yesterday. He was the guy you had to get out of there. He wasn't doing a whole lot. I don't understand why our guy, Steve Kerr, feels comfortable closing. I said to this to you guys in the text yesterday. Why does he feel good closing with 6-1 at 5-11 Chris Paul and 6-2, 6-3 Steph, but not with Steph next to three long-ass, big-ass wings and Clay, Moody, and and Wiggins next to Draymond? I, I can't. That's I, I I can't get my head around it. I really can't. Um, and just I, get, I, I know what it is. It's it's the politics, right? He yeah, wants 100%. to go with the old guys. That's all it is. It's just he wants to go with the old guys, pretty much no matter what. And until we see, I don't. If it's one game, I don't give a shit. Two games, I don't give a shit. Until I see Steve Kerr do stop doing this shit for three months, for four months, I'm not gonna buy it. You got to make changes, man. You got to trust these guys. It's incredible. It's an incredible, incredible level of stubbornness we were seeing from him. And again, we all see how old these guys are. You how and also, man, we do what a week and a half ago. Do you recall what he said about pods? Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a staple in the rotation. He's, he's going word for word. He's going to play every night. Corey, what Jones. happened, Corey Jones? I, do I do Corey do, do pods and Moses Moody low key just say the most out of pocket shit to Steve at practice? And we just don't know it. Like, are they just like? They're hitting on his daughter or, like, saying something, bro. I got no clue, man. But, again, here's what I know. I know that those two guys are good. I know that. I don't know how good. I don't know what their ceilings are. But I know they're good. Right? Steve Kerr, we've said it multiple times. He knows basketball better than any of us can do. But the eye test is the eye test. And every time Moses Moody and Brandon Pajemski touch the floor – the energy is better. Um, the the intensity is higher. The they look young. That's a great word to say. They look young with those guys on the floor. They, they look, look young, just, man. They can move. They are like you, you have, and it's at that look, man. Everybody like we. This whole thing started like back in twenty twenty with the whole two timeline thing, and that was not a bad concept from from you know what the execution we could talk about. But as a concept, of fucking miss, man, and it's fine. But from a concept standpoint, it it makes sense. You want to supplement your old aging veterans with young guys off the bench that can kind of come in and run with these guys. And that is what these guys do. Moody, Pajemski, TJD, Kuminga, who, again, like I said, has not had the best run of the last few games, but another young guy that can come in and and, and change the pace. And we can see, I think he's being used in the wrong way too. I'd love to see JK go away from the perimeter and and be used solely in that dunker spot in a GP2-esque kind of a role. And let, let's see how it is now without GP out there. But 
look, man, Kaminga, you don't trust a jumper. You don't trust his, you know, his ability to find the kid is an absolute athletic freak. He can defend the perimeter. He can defend one through five, really. Um, use him like that. You know, see, I we need we, we're, we're you've said it multiple times, Matt, to us and on 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 here. We're losing games the same fucking way. They're playing the exact. There's the same game plan every fucking night. You know exactly what's gonna happen. You know every bad move that's gonna be made. You know every good move that might be made that doesn't get made. Um, it's all predictable now, and it's it's a shit product to watch. And we've seen we've seen this with the Giants, man. Um, the Giants are doing the same exact thing. They and they did the whole forever giant thing. And, and obviously those guys are different than, than, than Steph clan Draymond, just in terms of like the way that the championships have been, and they've been built, but um, you, you're towing that line right now of, of, of doing that forever warriors thing, which I I'm fully on board with, but you, you can't do that at the cost of, of winning basketball. And, and like, like MT said, man, cheating, cheating the game, cheating the God, cheating the basketball gods, uh, which is what playing politics with these guys is who, don't even need politics to be played for their legacy. Like they are so set in stone that it's not even funny. These guys are first ballot hall of famers and do not have anything to prove. And so the fact that the, the like we have this written down right now as our second point problems with the core, you know, Kerr in there, what this, what's the change needed. This is the one change that's needed. Um, stop playing politics with guys that do not need anything to be proven anymore. These guys have won everything that's possibly to be won in this in this uh, in this game, and they have an opportunity to continue to win. Which at this day and age, you only have a year or two left, if that two three years. Let's say is is the the length of what this run has left. In you gotta it. cross your fucking fingers and hope. Steph you gotta hope like, you get there. Hope and, Steph and, is and, Steve Nash two point man. Like hope he plays till 38, 39 as an all star and like hundred percent. And and if that's the, and if that's the case, even if that's not the case. He's playing like that right fucking now. So you cannot waste. You wasted last year. You, you cannot let this year go to waste. Um, and that that's the change, man. And it, it, it starts with the core. And it's about, I, again, I said it multiple times. I tweeted out last night multiple times. It's adapt or die. And if you're if you're not going to adapt, if you're not going to have the balls to pull clay in, in, a, in a game where Moses Moody's playing better, bench Wiggins for, for Kuminga who can come in and play defense, whatever it is. We've, I mean, Wiggs had a great game last night. I'm not going to lie, but you know, we've seen these opportunities present itself like in, in this short season so far. And for the most part, Kerr's stuck with his guns. He's stuck with these vets. And he said it today on 95, seven um, in an interview. And he was like, we're winning a championship because of, you know, these five, six guys. And he named all the main guys and he's not wrong. I'm not saying that he's wrong from his thing, but to act like you, don't, I think he's wrong. I do. Man. To I act think- like you don't have options off the bench that can come in and do exactly what these guys are doing, or maybe even at a better level at this stage of their career, that's completely wrong. And that's, that's misusing your lineups. That's misusing your roster. And that's like you said, disrespectful to your young guys who, and your three are they they like dude if they if you don't use them right get the hell get shot, ship them let these kids go flourish because because Moses Moody's a hooper Moses Moody's a gamer Jonathan Kuminga's got insane talent Brandon Pajemski is is better than Corey Joseph um point blank right now so like he's Pajemski's good so he's, I don't even, I don't even want to stop there like Corey Joseph isn't good he's not good Pajemski is, is good like, that's that's enough for me you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. And and so and so when when we talk about you know what like changes to be made, adjustments, it starts at the top, man. It's 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 the core guys. And if if they can do it, if they have that wherewithal to to say, hey, like, 
I'm we're doing and the, the the funniest part is that coming into the season that was the that was the message doesn't matter who it is uh playing our best guys out there whatever it is we're doing everything we can to win the goal is to win a championship no the fuck it's not right now you're not showing it um right now you're showing that your goal is to get clay paid your goal is to to prove that these guys still got it, got another run, and that, that's it, right? Your your goal and is if, to show if that if that is the way you're going to play, and that, if that's the way you're going to be approaching it with your with your adjustments, with your lineups, the way you're playing out there, then this this shit's cooked. And and it was a hell of a run, and and thank you for the memories, but um, it, it's a wrap. If that's the way we're going down with it, um, it, this shit's over, um, and this doesn't stand a chance. So it, it starts with the main guys, it starts with the core, um, and that's the one change, um play your best guys because you have options and it's completely okay that it doesn't have to be clay draymond wiggins every night or whatever it is because you know steph's going to be in there and and he's playing like it outside of the turnovers but um no again i want to be clear that's a little nitpick my point was just like these guys are not they're not good enough to overcome their shitty decision making like they used to be you know what i mean they're not they're not steph still is to be clear if steph was on a team with guys who had we, we know, man. It's better decision making faculties. Complete, complete kind of sidebar. But this, this is one thing that everybody, you know, everybody shits on LeBron as like the GM, and and he gets his guys out, and and Love but not you got to give this man credit for when there's a problem, he takes that into his in into his into his account, and is like, yo, get rid of these guys, get me these guys. This is what I need to win, and this is the team I did. You saw the Lakers; they started two and ten last year. Um, made a complete overhaul of the roster at, at the trade deadline and made it to the Western Conference Finals um, and gave LeBron a chance. And with Steph, I'm not saying you got to sit here and 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 you know ship off your your guys and and do that. But if you're not even able to have a conversation with guys like Clay um, to say or, or I'm gonna forget about Clay. I think Clay, like you said, has has been pretty decent for the most part. It like that's that's gonna work. To have to not be able to have a conversation with Draymond Green sitting here after he missed five fucking games for choking out Rudy Gobert, um, to come back in a pivotal moment of the game and pick up a the soft technical, but Draymond, what the fuck did you expect, bro? You're a repeat offender for 13 fucking years. Like you're not getting any benefit of the doubt. You do any sort of bullshit, you're getting that call. You're getting that tech. So Steph, I'm I'm putting that on Steph too. Is it crazy that I'm asking you to have the thing to babysit a grown man? Yes, but Draymond Green, you've not shown us that you can fucking do it yourself. So hop on your podcast, do whatever the fuck you want, saying I'm gonna be, I'm now changing the whole kind of basketball player I am. Fine, bro. Then fucking get your shot, get your shit in line because your boy, your Lobos homie, LeBron, he'd ship your ass out in a second if you were on this team. So Steph, you got to take control, man. This is your team. This is your. Final stretch. At the end of the day, this, this final stretch of this dynasty run is literally the padding of Steph Curry's legacy. So if he's not going to take control, obviously with the turnovers and and cleaning it up from himself, it starts with him. But if he can't get his dudes in line and be like, yo, this is a bigger picture. This is not about us. This is about us winning as a, as a team, as a unit and getting back to the mountaintop together is what how he wants to do it. You got to make sure that these homies are in line. And um it, it just starts with that ability to adapt because we haven't seen it 18 games in and, and Kerr hasn't done it. Steph hasn't done it with the turnovers, Clay with the shot selection, Draymond with the just, the, ah, man, I like, I, and cause when these guys, like you said, when they play their, when they play their brand of basketball, we saw in that first half, it was beautiful. Um, cerebral hoop. And, and that's, that's how they're going to be able to do it defensively and offense playing in transition, hitting shots, the whole, the whole going for the kill job, whatever. But, um, it's it starts at the top and that's where the problems are right now. 
Um, that, I, I don't know how much. I, I couldn't say any better, man. It's just that I love the way you described, like, you get with the program and you, like, Steph's probably not going to do this. And the saying to those guys who are not Steph, basically get with it or, like, we got to make moves. I'm sorry. It's understandable. And also, again, I just want to point something out real quick. Four out of the last five years, the Warriors have been in hell. 2019, 2020, shit season. It sucked. It was after play towards ACL. I get it. They sucked. 2020, 2021. Listen, Clay towards Achilles, you still had Steph at age 31. You had Draymond age, what, 29 at the time? Yeah, 29. What, one of those two, right? 31, 32 for Steph, 29 or 30 for Draymond. Peak of their powers, mismanaged to – I'm sorry, Bob Myers, that guy, he – he. I love him. Always gonna love him. But Jesus, man, you left some. You left some. Some skeletons in this Warriors closet, man. Twenty one, twenty two championship. But again, this is this last year. Hell, right? Hell, five hundred ball club all year. Best case scenario. This year, it's looking like the same thing. That's four out of five years where you have a guy who has played himself indisputably into a top ten of all time territory. You you're kind of leaving him with shit. And again, I think it's almost again. This is like very much a Twitter talking point, and I apologize for it. Wow. But look at KD. Look at KD. He's getting book Kyrie, Beal, uh, Harden. He's he's making things happen in all his organizations. LeBron doesn't need to be said, right? Giannis, we just watched them snag name. Jokic, that team is just they're built wonderfully, right? Uh, those are the only guys in my mind who are even in this conversation for Steph. Uh, respect to the other greats in the league, but like my point is, they're these these teams tend to see what they have with their guys more than the Warriors do at times. And my my big fear is just that we look back in ten years and we're like, geez, man, and we're gonna it's, it's it's gonna happen. Just a bit of more titles, and that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna look back like, holy shit, how did they surround this guy with Brad Wanamaker for half a season? How did they? Uh, how did they? play Anthony Lamb more minutes than Moses Moody and Jonathan Kuminga, who I guarantee you, I don't, they're probably not going to be stars, but they're going to be, they're going to be starters in the league at some point. Good starters. I, I believe in that might take longer for uh, JK, but they're going to get there. It's just tough. Um, we've been on this for a minute. I do think I want to know, man, I think we might have different opinions here. I'm not sure. I think I tend to think we're more aligned actually, the more we talk about it, but what do you want to happen with the rest of this season? But what's what is the ideal thing that happens that is also like realistic to you? And yeah. in that, who, if anybody, should the Warriors be willing to get off? Yeah, man. I so yeah, it's kind of I have two kind of schools of thought of, of doing this. And it, it really it's really dependent on how these next couple of weeks look. Um, because if if they show a willingness to, like we've said, like to adapt and, and make that happen then I'm all in on, on keeping like everything together and um, making a move, whether that's you're moving JK and Chris Paul um, with his picks to get, I know uh, Siakam's been floated out a guy like Lori, um, something, something to, to make a move to, to go, go all in and win one more. Um, I'm all for it. Um, but I, I don't if if they don't if if they if this is going to be kind of the same bullshit um, that that we're seeing um, in terms of just the politics being played and all that, I don't think it's worth messing up the the legacy of 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 this run um, to to make something to make something happen. And I'm going to be fully honest. I, I want them to win a championship. I want them to I want them to be able to compete. I think that this team, as constructed, can compete for a title. 
Um, and it's going to take some of these, uh, you know, just kind of looking in the mirror and then these some some real ego checking going on. So I I am still of the belief that this team as constructed can can go and back and win it all. Um, but at this point, the way I say it is, yes, they're, they've left a lot of meat on the bones. I, I love how you brought up the the 21 season um, where Steph just went ballistic and just had nobody around him. Um, 28, 20, obviously, just with the, the Wiseman pick and, and Clay being out was, was a loss year. Steph missed the time, um, pandemic, whatever it was. Um, but to, to if, if this run ends with, with them having won four rings, um and and everything is played out the way it has um and this is how they want to play it um i i'm at peace with that um part of it where look man this is this is steph clay this is steph's decision um obviously nothing goes without steph's kind of the green light and so if this is the way that he wants this the the final iteration of this team and this dynasty and this run to look like um on his watch um, you said it. You, yeah, I mean, you said it in terms of like all the other superstars, KD, LeBron, yo, or whatever it is. Um, it's it's on Steph to 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 get these guys in line. Um, and we kind of talked about it earlier, but um, if if he's not going to be, if he's not able to do that, um, and and this kind of continues, look, man, thank you for the memories. Um, I appreciate it. You guys, you guys go down with the ship, and and the way I see it as a fan is, yes, we can we can want that we can want them to win one more, go all in. Um, I th- again, I think they have they have what it takes to still get back up there. There, you have a healthy Steph Curry, you have a shot. Um, but he's going to need some help. Um, but I, I I'm at peace with that fact of this may be it. And and I I don't know if I want to like a, a trade involving a, like Clay. I, I don't think I I'd get behind as as a fan. Um, just because you make the move. Maybe you don't win it. Maybe you do win it. Maybe you don't. Um, but looking back on it five years from now, 10 years from now, um, and if you, especially if you don't win it, um, it's just going to be like, why did you, why did you break it up? Um, especially when you pay Draymond in the off season, I don't think it makes sense to have Clay being that, that guy that um, it would be the outside looking in. Cause it feels like, I mean, just with the expiring contract and, and all that, that he would be the the guy that, that did get the, the ax of, of the core three. Um, and for what Clay Thompson's done for the Bay Area, for what he's done to for this team, um, for us as fans, um, I, I'm I'd be I'd be more willing to go down with the ship. But um, I can I can see why fans wouldn't, um, and and rightfully so. Like I, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yo, you guys gotta have a certain, you know, if you say trade Clay and it happens, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, that's the wrong decision. Me personally, I'm more, I'm more of an emotional fan. Um, and and looking back on it, um, especially just with the way that I think that these guys can still play. But yeah, I mean, I what I don't know. I, I it's just so it's just demoralizing to think that this that we're talking about this now because coming into the season, I did I did not think that this was going to be the. Uh, I don't think anybody did, and I think that's why this last loss was was kind of eye opening because it's it's closer to the end than than it was at the beginning. Um, and that's a stupid fucking sentence, but like, uh, it, it's closer to the end than it, than you know what I mean. It, it we're closer to the end of this thing than than we ever were. So they're all over the hill, man. Yeah, nuts. and and it's it's sad, you know. You never want to, see, you know. We've grown up with these guys, um, and to to grow up with this team, with this core, um, everybody's just emotionally attached to these guys, and um, which is what which is what makes kind of some of these moves even harder to make. I feel like, um, and I think it's why Bob Myers left, um, because he saw this coming, um, and. 
you know, who knows? Maybe Steve Kerr's on his way out after this year too. Um, he's also. I think Bob. I think Bob realized. Shit, I meant uh, I had a seven pick and a two pick, and we got. Yeah, and he and he fucked it. <laughs> but oops. Um, but yeah, man. What what what's what's your thoughts? Because I know I know you. So, you're definitely no. I, I feel I feel similarly, but not the same. I would say. So I want to be clear. I don't want any of these guys to go. I don't want anybody. I don't want Clay gone. I I don't even want Kerr gone necessarily, man. I sometimes do. To be clear, I like last night. Last night I, I did. Just, I, I'm just astounded, dude. Um, like you said, I want them to adapt. I want um I want them to ride it out. That'd be awesome. Um I want this team to win titles though, more than anything else, I think. And if it came down to it, one of those guys had to go. I don't I don't know. Like I don't to be clear, I kinda wanna know too, like, or in that question I also asked, like who you'd be willing to go off of. I'd be willing to go off pretty much anybody besides Steph at this point. Like again, that guy is he he's Kobe. Like he's he's Jordan, he's Kobe, he's Dirk, he's um, he is to Golden State what those guys were to all other franchises. Like I don't, I I love Clay and Draymond. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. They those guys are Tony Parker's, and the Tony Parker is also Tony Parker is great, right? Those guys are monuments. One of my favorite players ever. Okay, um, that might be underselling a bit. To be clear, I'm not. My point is though, they're not Duncan, right? Yeah. There's one Duncan, there's one Steph, and. When you have these guys, like, man, we're not having fun right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not having fun watching the Warriors right now. And if you watch the Warriors for a long time, that, you know what? That's actually not necessarily fair. Not, Deli Ball is a good time. Like, that was, it was first, first low expectations and a good time. You know what I mean? Nice basketball. Um, but you weren't – there were different stages of, of life at the time, right? And I, I think we can all recognize, like, hey, post – Steph, this shit's going to suck worse than it does now. And right now it sucks. This is hard to watch. I want to enjoy basketball. I love the connection that we, we love this team, man. You know I mean? We love Clay. We love Dre. We love Steph. Um, we love these guys. I I want to see them pile up the wins because again, 1975 to 2015, man, 40 years. My pops was 20 when they won that first one in 75, man. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, he thinks Nate Thurman's the second best warrior of all time. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, he, he just, we don't, we're not going to get this stuff, man. And it's like, I, that's why I'm like, no, I don't want to move off clay. I don't want to move off Draymond. I think if they can, if they can make this thing work, they get clay back at a good deal next year, man. I'm sorry. Is clay getting more than 18, 20 million next year? I don't, I don't think so. Um, And that's awesome. Right. If you can keep that guy 20, if you can keep one of the best, I still think clay's not shooting well right now. Overall, his splits aren't up yet. He's still one of the best five shooters in the league. You know what I mean? Like, I was push comes to shove. Draymond is still top three defender in the league. Like, my dude, that, that three on one last night, he stopped. So good. He, he is at a level as a defender where you expect that to happen. Like, I don't expect people to th- score on him in transition. I just don't. Um, but I want to see this team win titles. And that, I think, again, I, I total respect, totally respect anybody who's like, I don't give a shit no matter what. Don't trade any of these guys. If that's your position, I totally get it. I agree. I agree that it's a thing. I don't want to happen either. Um, but again, if you're if you're swinging for Paul George right now, I'm sorry. Like, and that's what it comes down to. Maybe I'm open to it. I want to be clear though. That's the last thing I want is Clay being out. Okay. I want to be clear to something else though. You know, I got no loyalty. No loyalty to Chris Paul. None. I'm sorry. He's playing great. I'm with you. I'm with you there. He's playing great. He's like I said earlier, probably second best player in this team so far, second most consistent at the very least. 
That's the first guy. Expiring 30 million bucks. Package him with JK. Respect. Get the all the picks out of there. Go get somebody, please. Because listen, I want to be clear. God, I think if I wasn't clear on this earlier, I think this team can win ship if they make some moves. Yeah. I think Steph Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, um, I think those guys are good enough to be part of a championship team still. I think Steph can be the best player in a title team still. I do. I don't think if your best three offensive players after Steph are Wiggins, Clay, and CP, I don't know. It would take a hell of a run. It would take a hell of a stretch from those guys, like we said earlier, at their best. So I'm ready to get CP out of there. Um, love him. Yeah. I don't know who it is. And also, I want to be clear, I, Sam Svendiari has been really on this recently, and I don't think it's silly. At some point, this shit just gets old and you need changes, man. It's like anything, right? You see a change. Something's got to happen. Stuff doesn't last forever. We've been very spoiled with this team. 100%. We have. And uh, he also had this, this kind of bit where not everybody gets to retire a warrior. Not everybody gets to retire the team. They they uh, And he actually compared it to the Giants, man. Big time, like you were saying. That was that was yeah. huge. But in respect to the, that, that analogy, man, but Listen, I, I can't say it enough. There's – it's Steph, it's Timmy, it's Kobe, it's Dirk. Um, and those guys are who they are for a reason. Like, I'm sorry, I, if, if Clay goes and they wouldn't ship – here's all with Clay, I wouldn't worry ship about it. He leaves, I'm, I'm fine. Like, oh, it, sure. It, but even then, man, like – Tony Tony Parker played in Charlotte. Did you remember that? Yeah, that one year. Who, 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 I, no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still loyal to the Spurs. He's still loyal to, to Pop. Uh, he loves those guys. He goes back. He's like he's been Wemby's like mentor since since before he became a Spurrier, which sus. I don't know, but um, my point is like we're not gonna. I'm not gonna think any less of Clay or Draymond or any of those guys if they leave. If the question is is the relationship damaged, that's fair. You know, what I mean, if that's that's a good question. I don't want Clay to ever feel like anything but love yeah. the Warriors franchise and the Warriors fans. So I get that. That's concerned, but long term. I'm sorry, if this team gets to the conference finals and goes to a game seven, hell yeah. If they get to the finals again and one of those guys isn't around, whether it's – I mean, more than likely, if we're being honest, it's it's Kerr or Clay who's not around any longer, right? Yeah, I mean – Maybe both. That's that's yeah. just the – like you said it earlier, the contract makes it tough. Um, anybody to – also, this guy does – Clay does not expect $40 million again. Get that out of there. Like, the, yeah, the, the people who we trust the most, who are always going to be the athletic guys, in my opinion, uh, the, the, the guy does not expect forty. I don't even know if he expects 30. I don't know, but stop saying this shit. The guy, stop it. Stop it. We don't, he, we're not to stop. Okay. Clay's not evil. Um, so that's my, that's my two cents, man. Like be willing to make a move, be aggressive. If it comes down to it. Yes, I'm open to it. Would it really bum the hell out of me? Absolutely. Yes. hundred percent times a million. I'd be heartbroken. I would like, I'd be, I would, you, you know me, man. The other day I, in our group chat, I texted like I'm ready to trade play. And I think the next day I was like, guys, I was drunk. I'm sorry. And I was, I was hammered. I was, I just, I felt horrible though. I felt literally like I just stabbed Clay. It, just, back, it okay? just feels like, it, it just feels like, and I'm, I'm completely with you. I, I, I think that th- this team, the, the move can be internal. And, and this is what I'm talking about in terms of like, well, Kirk can press the buttons. I, I still, I'm still on the, on the, on the side that this roster has it, but I'm with you. I think that if they can make a move for a secondary score package, a young guy, CP and, and some of these, you know, first round picks that they have and get something um, that they're, they're still very much in title contention. Um, and, and that uh, Steph Curry led basketball team very much can still win a chip. Um, they're still lethal as hell with, with Steph out there. And um, I just think that, and after listening to you, I, yeah, it, it, it feels like, it feels like, 
I don't know what it is. I've never, I've never been in a relationship. Um, so I can't tell you about like cheating on someone, but, um, that it feels like you're like cheating on a girl that you just, you, you, I don't know. Clay, Clay's always just been that guy. Um, just, uh, in terms of the vibes, what he's brought, just missing those two years and, and to come back to win it, like just the memories that we'll have with Clay. So I, I get it. I, I know exactly like I, it makes complete sense, but again, I think, I think the biggest thing is, is, is Steph in this is, is where is, is, does he give the green light and whatever his vision, I think. And like you said, there's, there's only one Steph, there's only one Tim, there's, there's one Kobe Jordan, whatever it's, it's, he's earned the last part of this, of this run to be exactly what he wants it to look like. Um, and so that's where my, my point is of like, wherever that, if that means if he gives a green light to chip off Clay and Draymond, then, or whatever, whoever it is, you know, hire a new coach, get whatever. If that's the case, then, then I'm all for it. But if, if his thing is, yo, no, we're going down with the ship blah, 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 I'm, I'm at peace with that part, but it, it's, it's literally, it comes down to Steph because like you said, um, it's it's once 30 hangs it up man we're, we're, these, these podcasts are going to be a lot more draft boards and, and watching a lot more college basketball and, and seeing what's happening so <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna have to enjoy 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 this run and um this but um hell of a pod um i, I think we kind of just we, we knocked this one out of the park man. therapy session um, man it really was and and um Better for better or worse, we might we're gonna have a lot of these um over the next year or two. So um I, you know, but this was the first the first taste of 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 the beginning of the end, and I I don't think it's it's premature to say that um regardless of how this season shakes out moves. So, something is ending. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't something, know. Something something changed Something's... last night. Something something was the beginning of you kind of just like touched your finger or you like put the you licked your finger to kind of start moving the page um to the next um to the next one i think they made that lick last night was our first one thank you guys i'm not just a pretty face everybody um uh, but uh before we get out of here matt anything anything you got coming out and show you shout out no um maybe i should start like a twitch stream or something man because i'm in hell in these games people if yeah. you're uh somebody who finds joy and others being in being in absolute agony maybe i can entertain you for a few hours uh no but i got nothing guys uh just i can't say enough keep listening listenership and viewership i'm assuming is also going up but uh we appreciate it five stars all the good stuff um yeah keep keep listening we're, we're all in hell together so let's uh let's hold hands we're, we're all in hell together man that that's that's perfectly summed up chucks are we miss you on this one everybody check out chucks uh chucks latest pieces um i know he's, he's dropping a lot of heat um outside of just the 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 terror that the that the what Marcus Sasser, Aaron Neesmith on the Pacers. Yeah man. Lot Sasser on kids, the kids the in the lab. He's, he's doing good kids work. So. Um me and, uh, we're, we should try and get a Niners Eagles preview. Um also just on the on another front. Massive, massive game this weekend. Uh huge. The Niners are are legitimately carrying the Niners and the Shohei Otani Chase are gonna take over the various sports um mindset over the next I'm gonna go, it's gotta happen I'll, I'll ask you this matt um i know you're not you're not you're, the warriors definitely take presses before you get out oh it's not close you know yeah, yeah not so so i saw something interesting the other day uh, if you had to pick one a niners a sixth super bowl steph fifth or Shohei to the giants which which is your which is your pick yeah so for me it's not even close. I, I again i i'm like it's it's warriors for me and then it's like loyalty to my friends and family for the other two so um Listen, I I don't I feel like the Shohei thing. We see teams with the great players all the time who still suck ass, right? You got Trout over yeah. the Angels. I don't know what's gonna happen. You just don't know what's gonna happen. Um, 
I mean, I'm not gonna again. I think my brother would be like through the moon happy if the Niners got this moment. If they if they took it back, that'd be fantastic. I'd be really happy for him. Um, you guys would be thrilled. I think you need that lifeblood. Uh, I'm sorry though, man. Thirty getting five, man. That's new territory. And Thirty that, getting that five really, is new territory. And I really, I really, uh, I, I said, I tweeted it out the other day. I said it speaks to Steph's impact on on us as fans in the Bay Area that. The Niners haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994. I wasn't born. I you weren't born. Um, like we we have legitimately never breathed while the Niners were NFL <laughs> champions, and they have had a shot to do it since 2012 in multiple iterations. Um, I've never had my heart broken, and the Niners are just keep doing it to me. So I don't like I said I've never had a girlfriend. Don't need one because I got the fucking 49ers to keep breaking my heart. But Steph's fifth would hit. But if I if I'm 50 I'm 50.1 49.9 towards uh, a Niners Lombardi. But uh. Great, uh, great little little segue there, guys. But uh, until the next episode, man, appreciate you guys joining us here as always, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.